0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Print Life Podcast. And today we're going to be continuing on with our QA series. And today's question comes from community member Martina. And she asks Should I name my brand something similar to my own name? Or should I come up with a completely different and unique name? This is such a great question. It is very common for those of us who are getting started. As freelance print designers or perhaps studio startups. And it's one that I wish I would have had a little bit more information about when I got started because I spent way too much time going back and forth. So excited to dive in with you guys today. You're listening to the Print Life Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to the print life. When it comes to naming our business, our studio, our freelance design business, designing a logo, we have so much to think about in the beginning stages of getting started that the idea of choosing a name can be a little bit overwhelming. I remember going through this process myself because as a freelancer, I was Leslie Galland. I work with my clients that way because it was easy to do my taxes. I had a sole proprietorship, which made it very easy to do all of my taxes myself. I used my social security number and I didn't have to form a formal entity or a DBA or anything like that. I could just be me. And as I continued to grow my freelance business, take on more clients. Sometimes I would even hire uh, assistant designers to help me through heavier projects if I had too many things on my plate. And as I moved forward into growing that freelance design business and even starting to think about having a studio, I began asking myself the same question. When I have a business, should it be my name? Should it be a different name? Should it be something I can brand? That's cute. That's a cute name that I can make a logo and pick brand colors. And I overthought this question as much as anybody could overthink it. And I went back and forth quite a bit and ended up actually booking a call with Michelle Fyfus at Pattern Observer because this was in Ooh, I want to say like 2010, somewhere around there. I had entered a print design contest and I won and they purchased my print. And I was really excited. And I told myself that if I won this thing, that I was going to move move forward as a studio. And I couldn't decide if I wanted the studio to be my name or if I wanted to come up with a name. And I think I had already chosen White Buffalo at this time, but just had not yet committed to White Buffalo versus Leslie Gatland. And I asked Michelle this question, and I don't even really remember what the answer was, but it was essentially, well, which one do you want to be? You know, why are we overthinking this? And looking back, I understand I was totally overthinking this. But what I have learned in all this time now and being able to look back on it because hindsight's 2020, it will really come down to asking yourself the following questions. Number one, do you see yourself growing your business to the point where other people are going to be designing for you in your own style so that it represents your own style? Or do you see yourself just designing your own work with clients and really establishing relationships with clients on your own. This is simply a matter of, are you going to be a team where you hire people, brick and mortar, you're a bigger company, or is it just going to be you and your clients and building relationships and that one-on-one, that's a huge one. Because if you are just looking to establish relationships with clients, grow your own brand establish your own style maybe do commission prints and things of that nature with clients then you may just want to think about utilizing your own name because what builds brand for yourself better than using your own name what builds relationships better than clients not having to try and remember Who the contact person is at a specific place, right? If you're building brand as yourself, you're building relationships as yourself, it's easy and clear to understand that you are the contact person. You are the person we're getting in touch with. So as a freelancer, I always highly recommend using your own name. As a studio startup, I decided to go with a brand name that I'd come up with White Buffalo Studio because I wasn't sure what I wanted my future to be. I wasn't sure if I wanted my name attached to the studio. I wanted the freedom and flexibility of getting to choose a different path for myself down the road without my name being attached to the studio, if that makes sense. And I was very interested in working with designers on consignment, growing a team and representing us as more of a we, which for me meant a brand name felt right for me because I could mold and change it felt more malleable like I could I could give it a life of its own and I could play and explore and it kind of gave me a way to kind of hide behind it I guess as I played around and explored and tried different things and for me at the time that felt like a safer path because it gave me the freedom of being able to use my name down the road perhaps a product line or a different something else you know it just gave me more freedom so that's something you want to ask yourself first first and foremost the second thing you want to consider is if you are going to choose a brand name versus using your own name make sure it's something that's easy to say that it's easy to remember and it's easy to spell anything that's overly complicated or clever we always say like Cl- clarity over clever is always the best way to go. So make sure it's, it's spelled correctly. It's very straightforward. There's no, um, I found with White Buffalo Studio, it was easy to say and people typically understand what I'm saying when I'm on the phone with a client, whitebuffalostudio.com. It felt easy, though I've worked with clients in the past where they say the name of the business and I'm like, what, what was that? Or maybe the spelling could be different. So those are things you want to think about before choosing a brand name. The next thing you'll want to consider if you go the path of choosing to name your brand is to first make sure you go online and there are no other companies already utilizing this. And if there are that it's different enough from the way you're going to use it, then depending on where you live. You're going to want to go online and find out how you can properly see if anybody's already registered this name to use it in their business. Even if you can't find something online, that doesn't necessarily mean that the name is available for you to use. So that's the first thing you want to do once you've decided to go the route of choosing a brand name is making sure that you can legally use it and that it's available to you to use here in the us we have a system called the Tess system t e s s you can type in the exact name you're thinking about using and it will let you know if that name is already registered to another company if their account is active or if it's dead and if you're able to use it once you find out you're able to use it or not the next step for me in my mind would be to just check social platforms check Websites, make sure you can get the URL, make sure you can get the social media accounts for it without having to spell it some weird way or add in too many dots or underscores. You want to be as searchable as possible as a business. So, being able to have the URL and the Instagram handle, all of the things that you're going to want available to you to use, you're going to want to make sure those are available before you spend money registering the name, right? So once you have decided that you're going to go the name of a brand name, you've selected a name, maybe run it by a few family members or friends or colleagues to see if the name is clear to understand, it's easy to remember, easy to spell, all these things. Then you look it up to see if legally you can use it, Once you know the answer is yes for that, you want to make sure that you can get the URL, you can get the social media handles. And then once all of that is decided, then you can pay to either register it, which is typically forming a DBA, or maybe you want to do an LLC or an S-Corp. And which one of those things you, which one of those directions you go will be largely determined by what type of business you want. And you'll want to sit down with your business accountant or tax accountant or, um, a partner in life that you have that you can ask these questions or brainstorm with to make sure that you're choosing the right entity for you. From my perspective, if you're just getting started, you're a freelancer and you know, you're going to grow down the road into a studio or into a creative agency, or you're going to do a lot of different things under this name. If you know that it will grow down the road, it's perfectly fine to start out as a DBA, and then to form a formal entity down the road. That's perfectly acceptable and perfectly fine, but you do want to form the DBA if you're using a brand name to let people know that you're actually operating under this name without it being attached to you as a sole proprietor because you're not using your name or your social. When I first started White Buffalo Studio, I had it attached to me as a DBA So I was doing business as White Buffalo Studio and that way I could run everything through my business as White Buffalo Studio. Once you have the DBA, you can open a bank account, you can file your taxes as White Buffalo Studio and it makes things a lot cleaner and a lot easier. If you want to do an LLC or an S Corp, you'll want to sit down with somebody who can explain to you the pros and cons of making that choice on the front end because there are a lot of There's a lot of cost expenses that go into having a formal entity and you want to make sure you're ready and that you see that your business is actually profitable, in my opinion, before you go spending the money, because oftentimes we stay freelancers for a really long time and it can be very costly to not only for the annual fees, but to file taxes as an LLC or an S corp. If you're not yet making the money that you want to be making right now, if you choose to. Not go that route because you're like, well, I really just think I'm going to keep my own name. I'm going to freelance under my own name, build relationships with clients, see how this goes, see what kind of income I can pull in. If I can get consistent clients, if I'm going to do commissions, maybe I want to work on consignment with a studio. Maybe you want to try a lot of different things before you decide on the path that you're going to take. This is definitely the pro of using your own name is that you have a lot of more freedom and flexibility to try a lot of different things. Whereas if you already know, I want to be a print design studio, but I also want to use my name because I want my studio to represent the look and feel of the way that I create prints. That's also another reason that you may want to use your own name as a studio, so not only is just simply using your own name a good way to offer freedom and flexibility as a freelancer, but it also, as a studio, gives you that ability of incorporating, and fusing in your own style to the look and feel of this studio. Something I never thought about, because I just never thought about this when I started my business, is, well, what if you get married and change your name? Or what if you get married and you don't change your name? Whatever choice you decide to make, this could impact that as well so if you're somebody who knows you may want to get married one day but you're not going to change your name then maybe this doesn't impact you but if you're someone who knows you would like to get married one day or you think you might like to and you may change your name but you're not sure then perhaps that's something to think about because once you have the formal entity as your own name or you have registered your own name and then later on you change your name That could be an issue too. And I ran into that as well because I was Leslie Galland and then White Buffalo Studio and now I'm Leslie Kinahan. Just something to think about before you spend money or time or energy building brand as any name is, is this something I'm going to commit to for the long run? Because you want to build the SEO on the website, right? If you have a website, you want something that's going to stick and be sticky for a while, right? Just really think about all of those things first before we even worry about choosing the name. And then again, once you do choose a name, making sure that we go clarity over cleverness is always going to be the right way to go when it comes to naming a company. And then always making sure that you're legally allowed to use it before diving in, before spending money, before purchasing a URL, right? And the last little test that I will leave you with as we discuss what to name your business is some of us may already have a name in mind right maybe you've had a name in mind for a long time and now you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking oh man it's not super clear I'm not sure how it would come across if I tried to tell somebody how to spell it but I'm really really attached to it or perhaps you thought of a name recently, but you haven't looked it up yet to see if it's registered and then you find out it's already registered to somebody else and you have to pick a new one. Or you have a few names and you're trying to make a decision or you've already been operating under a business name and you're still asking yourself the question, should I switch to my, my name or should I stick with the name that I already have? Which I can't tell you how many times I did that as well as White Buffalo Studio. And this little test will help you to make the best decision for where you're at right now. If I told you tomorrow morning, when you wake up, your Instagram account, your website, your email, the way people communicate with you, the way people know who you are, is going to be your name, and that's it. How does that feel in your body? And then if I told you tomorrow morning, when you wake up, Your email, your URL, your social handles is going to be the brand name that you came up with and not your name. How does that make you feel? How does it make you feel at the idea of losing one or the other? That's usually a really great way to test how you truly feel about it, right? You know how they always say, you don't know what you got until it's gone. It's kind of that same idea of if I told you you cannot use the name that you have, it's gone forever. How does that make you feel? Are you very attached to it? Or are you kind of like, well, whatever, I'll just use my name. So that should be a really helpful tool also to help you kind of go from more of an intuitive take on deciding on which one is the right fit for you. I hope this has been really helpful to any of you out there who have ever struggled like I did in the beginning going back and forth about whether or not I should use my name or a different name. What it really comes down to is... What do you see as the big picture vision of your business? How much flexibility do you want in your with your own name? And what is it offering you? What are the pros and cons of having a brand name that isn't your own? And these will all allow you to make the right choice for your business. See you next time. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Print Life Podcast. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to learn how to begin, nurture, or grow a sustainable career in fashion print design, I invite you to get on the waitlist at leslicanahan.com forward slash links for the print life membership. Doors will be opening soon. See you there.